Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. The Hangover Monday's Hangover Tuesday. It's it's the most underrated day of the week. Here in the studio, 22, the mothership. We're going to talk about all kinds of things today with uh, one of our favorite Marines, Jason Buttrell, Chief Researcher Blaze TV is in the house. Sir. Yeah. I want to show you something. I want to. I want to get your. I want to get your initial. Just boom when you see it. Just like what your first thought is, and then I'll tell you mine. Put that full screen up that I asked for. There they are, in the palace, Taliban, sitting around the the presidential desk. There, Ashraf Ghani has loaded his car up with cash and hit the road. Taliban's in control. Your thoughts? Unfathomable negligence. The most egregious dishonor that's ever been done in our country and her vets that ever fought mm. there. It's the first thing that comes to my mind. You know what I see? What do you see? Not a damn mask. No masks, Jason. Right? No masks! No diversity there either. I'm not seeing <laughs> no much. There's no women. <laughs> There's no, why don't they have a female press secretary? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Scottish volleyball team? No diversity. Not a single BLM. Nobody's like nobody's got a Blue Lives Matter flag. It is Nothing. weird how they're just completely just disregarding CDC guidelines. They don't give a uh, rat's they don't give ass, a crap. dude. They just <laughs> like just nothing. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, throw that clip up there of the uh, the CNN anchor. What's her name? Carrie. Uh, this I, f- I forget her name every time. Throw that that one picture up there. Did you see this uh, of her? She's reporting there in Kabul. It shows August fifteenth, and then the next day it shows August sixteenth. We got chance the soulless ginger rapper at them. There she is. There's one day difference. <laughs> she's she's sitting there, complete westerner right there. Clarissa Ward, that's her name. And now she's got her hijab on. There, that's why you don't have any diversity. She that's a very brave chick. I will say, <laughs> yeah. like seriously, you know? I've seen her report like in Syria and stuff, and she don't care. No. She she'll, she's right in it. I did find her reporting on it kind of interesting. Did you see what she was saying? She pulled another. I guess this is the CNN playbook. They have to use this line. Yeah. But she's out in front with her hijab on. She's like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, they're they're chanting death to America, but it's relatively peaceful. <laughs> yeah. It's an actual they're, they're quote. Pretty, they're pretty friendly. <laughs> what do you know? You know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, let's play the clip real quick. There. <laughs> Uh, Chris. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's yeah. utterly bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Utterly bizarre. That's one way to put it, Clarissa. Oh my gosh. Uh, she's, a, she's a bold chick, that's for sure. Oh man. Glad you're on the show. We're going to talk, uh, going to get some of your expertise later on. We got to talk about some of this COVID stuff. My friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood, is going to join us in the next segment. Uh, he is a doctor. You've heard me talk about it. Uh, he's He's got a a great practice there, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, he gave us the link for our listeners and our viewers, Sherwood.tv slash Chad, uh, for folks to go over there, get his ebook about uh, complete health, total health. Um, this guy has some amazing numbers when it comes to taking care of his patients, and, and it'll astound you when he starts talking about um, their results when it comes to uh, COVID and coronavirus. Uh, we'll talk with him in the next segment. How have you been? Good. You, you still enjoy driving that motorcycle? Every day. I pray for you every day. I've become a biker You are when biker. I'm 43 years old. It's probably the most ridiculous looking thing, but I mean, I'm just going with it at this point. Well, it's such an upgrade. You got that, you got that nice big bike now when you had that little, for lack of better terms, a, a moped. It's like <laughs> you went out and bought this hog. What was it on Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> like, ring, ring. 
for sure. Had the little bell. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird the progression I with I, I went through on that. But yeah, that's how it is with motorcycles. You go small, and then you have to keep going up and yeah. up. I just went very small. So I noticed when I couldn't find my man card anymore, I was like, I better <laughs> do something to fix the situation. I would come into the studio, and I knew you were here because that little moped was parked out there or whatever. <laughs> but it's you were smart. It saved you on gas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now the gas is probably like going to be eight dollars a gallon pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be asking Russia, please don't hack our pipelines. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Right? I mean, that, that's what we're gonna be. That's what's gonna be going on. Uh, golly, dude, you were in Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh well, I was in Afghanistan uh, as part of the Marine Corps, but I went to Iraq on research missions from yeah. you know for the Blaze. So I've been in both countries. Yeah. Whew. Uh boy. We'll we'll talk about some more of that stuff. Chad, you're up. talking to the guy that almost <laughs> caused took a international. <laughs> uh, I don't know what would you would call it. He was scandalous. Yes. He took he to rifle it. pot shots at the uh, Taliban. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, it was ISIS. 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 I mean, you get the shot. You should get a reward. No. I mean, you should get a medal for that. I shouldn't even be talking about this because I was warned a long time ago, Jason, shut up, shut up. And you're always <laughs> trying to get my butt in trouble, Brito. I know. I know. Well, anybody wants to look up Jason Buttrell, they can read the story. It's Trust like me. It's one. out there. It's the top it's one. It's out there. Uh, and uh, also the guy who's good to know if uh, – People, like, people don't understand, Chris. They come at me all the time. I get threats all the time. And I, I'm not like Glenn Beck. Like, I'm not a wuss, right? <laughs> you know, Glenn travels with all this security and these big beefed up dudes. And he's got Kevlar everywhere and bulletproof everything. And, and I'm like, ah, whatever, right? But if they only knew that I could come at them through the dark web just using Jason Buffalo's <laughs> right. research. That's right. Uh, it, it's uh, all kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and another thing that I can tell you guys you better make sure that you are taking care and protecting your uh, home. That's right. Your title is online for cyber thieves to find. And see, there was a Facebook breach. 500 million accounts were leaked. All of the names, all of the information that a cyber thief needs to come in, find your title, your home's title, and become the legal owner of it and get you not only in debt, but evicted from your own home. The way it works is they sign a quick claim deed saying that they are the legal owner of your home, that you sold it to them, and now they're going to take out loans against your mortgage and leave you with the debt and possibly, as I said, foreclosure or eviction. You don't want that to happen. So go to HomeTitleLock.com because your um, your bank's not going to protect you. Your mortgage company's not going to protect you. Uh, these identity theft programs aren't going to protect you. You can go there, register your address right now, and they'll tell you if you're already a victim. They'll give you a complete title history. Uh, which is a $100 value for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. You can use promo code RADIO when you go to HomeTitleLock.com, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back, and as promised, uh, one of the things I was talking to you about last week and also on my social media was about your health, and right now, everybody's concerned with their health. Everybody's, they're scared, they're worried, there's a lot of things going on, there's panic, there's fear, people don't know what to believe, people don't know what to think, uh, we've got friends that are dealing with all these different things, but let's face it, as a nation, we're not a healthy people, we haven't been, uh, we are eating things that aren't really food, we're drinking things that aren't really water, uh, we're putting a lot of things in our body, and we're promised health and aren't guaranteed a single thing when uh, we're vastly and drastically mistreating our bodies. And so I introduced you uh, in, in last week 
to a gentleman by the name of Dr. Mark Sherwood. And I had the pleasure of meeting him, getting familiar with his practice. He and his wife, Michelle, have there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Phenomenal guy, great story, uh, and just great stuff going on. Welcome to, I want to welcome him to the program. Dr. Sherwood, looking good, man. I'm glad you're with us. How are you today? I'm doing well, Chad. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you. Uh, you look good as well. Here we go. We get to help some people. I love it. I love it, man. What, 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 overall, what's the health of our nation? What are you seeing as you treat patients across the country? Well, in one word, terrible. In two words, trending the wrong way. We are going the wrong way in a hurry. You look back at the last 75 years, 60 years-ish, that trend. And Chad, our health has consistently gone downhill. To that end, points of note, number one, we in the United States of America spend more per capita per person on this thing that we call health insurance. And it's not health insurance at all. It should be called, called sick insurance. Yeah. To that end, if we spend more, it would make sense that we should get more. But on the contrary, of all the industrialized nations in the world, there are 40 some odd. We are in the bottom 40, and that's terrible. So we spend more, but we get less, and we're seeing diseases grow faster right now, Chad, than our population. And if we don't stop this, this truly is the greatest pandemic that we've ever faced. If we don't stop it, we're gonna literally push ourselves into the brink of short and sudden death as a population. You would think, you know, we talk about longevity and, and lifespan, and, you know, it, it's interesting. You read the Bible and you see these guys that lived for hundreds of years, right? <laughs> and, then we, and then we got into the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages, and, 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 you know, a guy that lived to be 32 was old, right? And now we have all these, quote-unquote, modern technical and medical advances that, that are keeping us alive. But are they keeping us alive or are they keeping us on life support? And, and you're, you're right to the point. Uh, we... we <laughs> We have this longevity compared to history, but what is the quality of life we're living in terms of our health? What do we do to become a healthy people? Well, as you said, we got to begin to put things in our mouth that actually create health, as opposed to putting things in our mouth that creates death. You know, God did something brilliant. He put medicine in food, imagine that. Mm. And he made us sustainable where the ground would support us. And you mentioned earlier, we also got to drink things that promote health. and watch what we put in our ears, our eyes, and even our hearts. That's very important to understand as mm -hmm. well. And you're right, we are seeing this uh, perhaps extension of this idea of life, but it's not extension of life, it's extension of this six space or this six span of life. And we need to begin to focus on something different. It's called health span. And I want to see people live healthy. And if you can imagine the, the trend we're on, it, it kind of comes up like this. We have our peak earning years, and then we begin to slant off and go down the other way. In our current society, the last 10 years is looked at as a time where you're dying. My question for people is, why does it have to be like that? Who made those rules? Why can't we live like this? Come up, we live, mm -hmm. and we have a short transition. We change addresses, and that means a high quality of life, a long health span, a true abundance of life span. And we need to work on reducing this thing called six span, and that's exactly what's happening right now. And Big Pharma uh, is taking advantage of us. We have been had, we have been conned, and we can do a better job than this. You know, my, my worldview, and I know your worldview comes from a place of faith. I believe that, that 
you know, men and women are, we have a soul, we have a spirit, and, and we have a mobile home. We have a suitcase, if you will. That's our bodies that carries that soul and spirit. And uh, our suitcases, the wheels are kind of coming off, right? Our, our mobile homes have gotten dilapidated, and we're not taking care of them anymore. You know, it's a biblical principle, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You know, what you give access into your soul is what you become. Uh, it's it's that old adage as well on the physical level of what you are, what you eat, right? And, and the biggest vitamin, the biggest medicine that you put in your body on a daily basis is the food. And that intake, uh, you know, is one element there of the of the reason why we live the way we live. And in, in, in one of the, you know, in a place where we should be the most comfortable, where they have the most conveniences, a place like America, we're, we're quite literally killing ourselves. And you're gracious enough. You gave me a link uh, for our audience, for our listeners and viewers, uh, Sherwood.tv slash Chad. And I encourage people to go there and check it out. You've got a number of resources that are there. When they get there, uh, Dr. Sherwood, what are they going to find? Well, obviously, we try to pour our heart and soul into that little free download ebook. And when they get there, they're going to get our best principles and protocols that have allowed us to uh, teach people around the world how to live better. We're going to talk about nutritional principles, physical principles, emotional principles, and even spiritual principles. If people want to work with us, there's a way to do that. There's people that we have programs and plans that people can jump in and do without needing our help, but it's our best practices, our best principles that we believe God has taught us to teach other people. So it's cram-packed and whether someone wants to work with us or not, and they can, uh, you're going to be blessed and you're going to be better off for it to improve your health span Mm. just by getting those principles in that document and putting them into your heart, into your life, and into your family. Yeah, and, and I encouraged people last week, I made a post on, on my social media, I said, go to Sherwood.tv slash Chad, check it out. And there were people who said, well, I, I don't live in Tulsa, I, I don't know how to, I can't, how do, can I have a doctor that's in Tulsa who, who can help me? Uh, and that's a question that's going to get raised. Uh, how are you guys able to help people? Well, thank you to uh, the current last year and a half. It's opened the door for a lot of social media. Yeah. And now... Uh, we have people really all around the world that we're able to help through modalities just like this, through electronic mechanisms. We use a lot of Zoom and Skype and telephone, and it's really no problem. Um, people don't miss a beat. We can bring them right into our office remotely, and it's uh, it's a pleasure. So it's actually helped us and expanded our ability to, to sort of have dip, different coverage and a larger influence. and. To this point, we've been able to see over 9,000 people over the last you know, year and a half, and it's been a, a blessing to announce that none of them, none of them, Chad, have died from a virus. Wow. So, and to unpack that a little bit, that's, a, that's an astounding number. You're, you're dealing with people, everybody's scared of, of COVID, let's just call it what it is, everybody's scared of the coronavirus. And you've treated 9,000 people. Now, that's that's way better than a hospital record. That's, that's yeah. way better than a record across the board in terms of what we, we hear, the statistics of people who die uh, with complications from COVID. And let's remind everybody, people, you know, by and large, statistically, people aren't dying from COVID. They're dying from complications from COVID, right? Uh, they have these comorbidities. They have these underlying conditions. And we all, to some degree or another, I woke up the other day. And I was concerned through the weekend a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, I wonder if my, it just had certain symptoms. I was like, I wonder if my blood sugar is high. And I wonder about these things because my father, my late father was a diabetic, right? And it was a brittle diabetic. 
and and I, I carry that worry because I know the fruit doesn't always fall far from the tree, right? So I went and got my blood sugar test. It was fine. But you you have these these issues that are out there, and we're suddenly we're scared. We're like, oh, my gosh, if I've got this wrong with me, and then I get COVID, what's going to happen? Uh, we've seen people who are vaccinated get hospitalized with COVID. Yep. You're telling me that you guys are, are seeing folks, and, and these are not, you know, the fear of death from COVID is not an issue. It's a non-issue, and we don't allow it to be an issue, Chad, because quite frankly, we talk about how to reverse, remove, and eliminate all those comorbidities. Mm. I can't help a person with age, but I can help them with reversing and slowing the biological aging process. We can reverse obesity. We can reverse and stop type 2 diabetes. We can stop autoimmunity. We can slow down the uh, generation that's heading in a crash course for this rise in heart disease and cancers. We don't need to have that. So we work diligently to eliminate all of and as most of we can these comorbidities. Mm -hmm. So we create a healthy concept in our environment called our physical body, which we believe as you do, this is our temple, this is my dirt suit, this is my earth uniform mm -hmm. that I'm on alone to have in charge of and I wanna treat it well and by doing those things, we created health. Now we can't prevent being exposed to viruses. Those are part of our world. But we can help the body do what it's equipped to do, which is deal with the viruses, the bacteria, the parasites, the toxins, the inflammatory things that we're exposed to every day. They do not have to become pieces and instruments of death. Mm. Instead, they can become things that we adapt to. And this is where our immune system comes in. When we're exposed to things that some hand, on one hand would be uh, death to people, but on the other hand, you expose it to a healthy person. I think most people would agree that the young people and the healthy people didn't have problems. Right. So why are we not focusing on creating more youthful immune systems and more healthy people? That's the key to really stopping the pandemic, stopping the worldwide trends that are going the wrong ways. And this is common sense. And it concerns me that no one in our leadership is really talking about this and leading the way. And my wife and I are not afraid to talk truth. We're going to encourage people to have hope. And I'm encouraging, you know, all the, the wonderful viewers to the Chad Prather show to have some hope, man. Yeah. Live with a hopeful attitude and do what you got to do. Make the change you didn't make to create health in your own life. Yeah. Because this thing we call life, Chad, is a gift, is it not? So we need to live life well, live it with health, live it with abundance, and live it with hope. Yeah. And, and you only have one. And, and we realize, especially the older we get, how short it really is. It's a blip. Uh, and and we want to make sure that that life not only is long, but it's fruitful and, and it's, it's, you know, healthy. You know, that we, again, we go back to a biblical principle. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. You know, we're all just a bunch of cracked pots, really. But there's something great living inside of us. And if you really want to take care of your temple, you, you need to invest in that. And that's why, I, you know, I made the connection with you. One of the first things you ever said to me said, you want to help people live longer so you got more time to tell them about the Lord. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like that. That's a great philosophy, man. And uh, because because while this is temporary, we are living eternal lives. And and I believe that you believe that. And uh, I encourage everybody go to Sherwood TV. It's not dot com. It's dot TV slash chat. It's a special link just for our visitors. And I appreciate you guys setting that up because this is a big issue right now. I mean, what yeah. do you think that, you know, it, and just over the next minute, what, what do you think the next um you know, what, what is the outlook of life as we are continually being bombarded with, with medical tyranny from the media? 
you know, is there any hope for, for us in the days ahead? Yes, there's hope. We need to first understand, Chad, that uh, what we're doing is not working. It's been an utter failure for 70 years, and the centers of disease out of control and lack of prevention, as I'd like to say, have shown their true colors. They don't know what they're doing about prevention of disease. There is hope, and it starts with the person staring at all of us back in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Take ownership of your health. Learn to love self so that you can love other people. Mm. So you can change the world one person at a time. But, Chad, that person has got to be us. And we are gifted from God. Believe it or not, I can claim that. He gives us insight to help people. And if people just would allow us to teach them to do that and they would gravitate to hope, that's the first step. And that's the only step that's really necessary to create a wonderful domino effect of health around this world. Yeah. And you guys are doing a great job. You and your wife, Michelle, both of you, an incredible clinic, an incredible practice, and an incredible outlook and viewpoint. And I think you guys have a true foundation of, yeah. of where we need to be headed uh, in terms of, of medicine. Uh, my gosh, we're poisoning ourselves with pills. Uh, the pharmaceuticals are outrageous. We all talk about big pharma. Let's do something about this thing. So I, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing. And I want to make this a regular segment. I really do. You and I have talked about it. I want to have you on. I want to talk about updates and things that are going on. And uh, and I encourage folks to download the ebook, get involved with this practice, uh, Sherwood.tv slash chat. Great, great opportunity uh, to take control of your health. And uh, Dr. Mark and Michelle, they're going to do a phenomenal job working with you. And uh, stay strong, brother. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to the rest of life, man. And uh, I'm, I'm submitting myself to, to your care as well, brother. I, I, I'm, I'm getting healthier. It's a beautiful thing, man. Feel better, more energy. It's great. Man, you do a great job, and it's, it's an honor and a privilege to help you do what you do better. Make more people laugh. Make them strong. Make them healthy. And I am cheerleader for Chad Prather. I love it. <laughs> Glad to be a part of your life, man. Thanks, Doc. Hey, folks, before we go to the break, you hear a lot of talk about these variants, these masks, these vaccines, and you don't hear anything like we were just talking about changing your lifestyle, your eating habits, or what makes you a prime candidate for being sick. Fact checkers go nuts when you suggest there's more to being healthy than wrapping a mask around your head or getting a jab. Folks, it's common sense. One of our favorite products is Field of Greens. It's unlike any other superfood because it uses real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. It's got antioxidants. It can support heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, digestion. Plus, it's pre and probiotic. It's great for everyone in your family. And unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely only on one vegetable, they're packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables. Take Field of Greens, man. It's super easy. Put a scoop in a glass of water every morning, stir it up, drink it, and you're done. Go to Brickhouse Chad. Dot com. Uh, it's part of my morning regimen. They got the great flavors out there now. It'll get you 15% off when you visit by using promo code CHADI, spell it Chad. Give it a try. Your body's going to thank you. Go to BrickHouseChad.com. BrickHouseChad.com. Use promo code Chad, and we'll be right back. So the uh, you got to call Doctor Sherwood there. Uh, great dude, go online, check him out. Um, incredible record when it comes to uh, saving lives and keeping people healthy. And uh, of course, everybody's worried about that these days. So check him out, um, and can't wait to have him on some more. The um, 
the craziness is going on. Obviously, we, we talk about what's happened in Afghanistan. We spent an, an entire episode last night talking about that. And I want to get Jason's take on it later on. But um, the insanity here at home, th- these are the things we're worried about, right? Uh, airline um, company has apologized for allegedly forcing a young boy with autism to endure a COVID-19 test in order to board a flight despite having an exemption letter from his doctor. Play the clip. Put it right there. Yeah. Do you prefer this one? No, you prefer a child with ADHD and autism. We're not in there. Refused Ryanair flight. Okay. Even with no GP. You prefer, you prefer this one? Letter stating exemption. No. Not good enough for Ryanair. This, this, this is what has to happen okay. to get on a Ryanair flight. For a child with autism and ADHD. Okay. Okay, man. Come on then, quickly, last chance. Go, go, do it. You're the man, you're the man. You're the man, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man. That's similar to how I behaved whenever they gave me. <laughs> it's a horrible feeling, but uh, I think it's Rian Air, uh, Irish-owned airline carrier. They issued an apology to the family. Well, it's too little too late at that point, right? Um, mother presented a medical exemption letter, and uh, they still they made him do the test. So <laughs> Compliance will kill us on these things. 100%. The, the only thing I was thinking of, wh- why isn't both of these doctors knocked out laying on the floor? Yeah. You're not touching my child. Yeah, you wouldn't do that to one of my kids. No. Uh, hell happen. no. And that, that's the problem with all of this crap at this point. I know that's another country and all, but I mean, at this point, like Rand Paul said it the best, yeah. uh, mass civil disobedience is the only way forward on it this. can't arrest us all. Nope. Can't arrest us all. I and mean, it's time we prove that to them. Yeah. No, just do not comply. Right. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. And uh, it's a money thing. It's a power thing. It's a control thing. It, it's a globalization thing. What we see happening in Europe is going to happen here in America. It's yep. going to continue to happen. Um, the uh, I went to a concert over the weekend and uh, over in Dallas at Fair Park, and they have their vaccine-only sections, right? Like if you want to go here. Yeah. Like if you want to sit with only vaccinated people or be in their presence, you can do that. Um I just <laughs> you, you know, think, consider that. I mean, now the data is showing, you know, science does not mean science uh, to no. to them anymore to the left. Science means, you know, this is what we all want to happen, you know, and we are in consensus. Science means consensus at this point to these people. Yeah. Um, but viral load, as per the for the data, is the same in vaccinated people. They're just not feeling the effects. Right. So you're sitting in a vaccinated area who all have the same viral load as the people that are not vaccinated. What the hell is this? It's stupidity to the nth degree, Gosh. dude. But but they'll call you uncaring. Right. They'll tell you they'll say, Jason, you but you don't understand. You don't care. I love the meme that says, but I don't feel any symptoms. That's one of the symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, you mean, it's it's like it's like, you know, hey, we're gonna throw you in the water. We're gonna tie your hands behind your back. We're gonna throw you in the water. Uh, if you if you float, you're a witch, and we're gonna kill you. If you drown, well, you weren't a witch, yeah. <laughs> but you're still dead. Yep. I mean, that's the logic where we're at. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's Salem witch trials kind of BS that's yep. going on. This is the thing, and you're right. I, I would. You're not touching my kid. You're not shoving anything up my kid's nose. You're not doing any of that stuff. 
Um, you know, look. Uh, anyway, this is the insanity. Now, here, let me take you one step further. Baltimore. Baltimore, the bastion of common sense, right? <laughs> Baltimore, the place where everybody goes for their logic and their wisdom. Uh, here's the Baltimore mayor telling everybody, just shut up. Place. This is not... I, it's not something that I say. It's something that our wonderful doctors say. Not that Dr. DeRaza, the wonderful folks at Hopkins, the wonderful folks at UMS, all of our hospital partners here in Baltimore, the folks at the CDC, we know it works. This is a way for us to slow the spread. None of us the want mayor? to go back to what we went through the last two times. And for anyone that's frustrated about wearing a mask and you're not vaccinated, then look in the mirror. It's your fault that we're going back to, to, going back to having an indoor mask mandate. Make sure the folks get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated shut up don't complain folks need to wear a mask to protect themselves to protect the people around them to make sure even if you're vaccinated that you're not transmitting this deadly virus to anyone else when did they elect kid and play <laughs> <laughs> i mean a racer head there he's gonna tell everybody shut up you're not vaccinated you go shut up uh <laughs> that's what he's um that's who he's blaming for the uh spike in COVID-19 cases in the city of Baltimore. Um, He's got to be the youngest mayor ever elected. He's 17. Right? (laughs) He looks like it. I mean, yeah. Look how, um, look how far as a society we've, we've uh, regressed since the start of this COVID stuff. mm -hmm. Any other time I would think that the majority of the country, if an elected official just told them to sit down and shut up, I mean, we would be revolting. That that would be okay. That guy's done. He obviously didn't want to be mayor too much longer. I mean, yeah. we'd be freaking out. Now he says that, and everyone's like, yep, yeah, that's right. That's well, right. people responded. They said, no, Mayor, show us actual studies, not opinions that masks work. You can't because there are no studies that have shown that they do work, only that they might have some benefit and that they might cause some harm. Uh, also, a greater than 99% survival for most people. Uh, Damn, Baltimore elected this guy, somebody said. You don't even have to present as moderately intelligent for Democrats to vote for you anymore. (laughs) They ain't wrong. Uh, Another medically illiterate idiot just parroting what the establishment said. And that's what what crossed my mind, right? You got to say what the establishment says Mm -hmm. or you get get kicked out. You got to use the the talking points. Um, Somebody said, you're the person forcing people to do things against their will. You're the tyrant. I'm an adult and I already have a daddy. You're making decisions (laughs) about other people's lives that you have no right to make. Yet a buddy of mine just got COVID from a vaxxed individual uh, that had called uh, sick, uh, called off sick the week prior, ended up testing positive. His whole family got it. Um, again, from a vaxxed co-worker, stop saying it's someone's fault and admit there is no surefire way to fix this. Um, and I mean, what, what, I don't even remember what the stat is as far as um, minorities getting the vaccine and the availability and all of that stuff. But it's a lot lower, right? A lot of them are not getting the vaccine. A lot of the black community, of course, that is a predominant uh, demographic of the city of Baltimore. Uh, but yet we want to talk about IDs for voting is racist, but now we're going to start demanding that people prove their vaccination records and things like that. So the hypocrisy there is absolutely insane uh, with that whole thing. It's um, anyway, the whole world's going crazy. I'm with you. Let's revolt. I mean, I don't know how it hasn't happened in greater scale already. I don't. What is wrong with America? It's, like, it's when did we lose our balls? I don't. Well, people want to go along, get along, just to keep some semblance of peace, right? They think that they think that you know, peace is not the absence of problems, right? You're going to have problems even when there's peace. These people don't want any problems. They want to make sure that everybody just goes along, gets along, and, and everything stays according to the status quo. 
and we want to make sure that we still get to shop we still get to feed our fat asses and we, we get to go to the ballpark and do all these things we get to watch our you know all these things you know and they're willing in order to do those things we're willing to take the limitations that these little dictators these tyrants are putting on us yeah it's saying okay you got to do this you got to obey this you got to mandate this you got to have all that i mean like, take for instance clay jenkins there in, in the city of dallas uh you know i posted the other day i said what a piece of shit this guy is uh this guy who's not even elected it's going to dictate to everybody who's going to put masks on their children in order to go to school and what businesses get to stay open. It's going to completely violate what Greg Abbott has put forth. And, and I'm like, I'm, I spent the weekend, like I said, in Dallas, and I'm walking down the street in downtown Dallas. I stayed at the Jewel Hotel, beautiful place. You walk out of there, you can't take five steps without smelling somebody's piss, mm. right? There's masks littering the street. They're all over the place. There's people sleeping all over the street, uh, people talking to themselves. You know, it's just insanity, this stuff. Uh, and we're just we're just biting into it, hook, line, and sinker, completely fine with all of it. You can have a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger say something like, screw your freedom. I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you brought that up. We got Actually, let's go ahead and take a break, because I, I want your take on Arnold, okay? Because <laughs> you're a person who can very well give it, all right? Hang tight. We'll be right back. Maybe. Oh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> You're no stranger to things California. Ugh. Uh, Arnold says, screw your freedom. Your thoughts on that? He can get by with that in California because <laughs> they've already screwed their freedom away. I mean, over there, like literally, you're uh, basically behind an iron curtain. They have no problems whatsoever with giving up freedoms. Well, and also, he's worth half a billion dollars. Yeah, come on, I mean, man. He, he's got all the freedom. He gets on a private jet. He goes to another home, right? Right. You give me half a billion dollars, I'm, you're never going to see my fat ass anywhere. You know, I worked in that industry and uh, with a lot of the people that are huge mega millionaires out there, billionaires. And yeah, I mean, basically how they live in lockdown is how they live normally. Yeah. They don't really have to go anywhere. Yeah. They'll go out and get their picture taken every once in a while if they need the publicity. Yeah. But otherwise, they stay in their huge mansions or like you said, they have multiple houses on ranches, all this stuff. How they live is not how you and not I live. Not how you live. Not how you live. Um, <laughs> insanity. This Afghanistan thing. Is there hope? Uh, no. 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 Uh, it's done. Yeah. It's done. Uh, I, I said earlier, I think it's the biggest dishonor that I've seen in my lifetime on not only the country, but her men and women in uniform as well. Uh, yeah. Veterans went there to fight. Uh, like I was one of the lucky ones. So I went with a clear mission was to kick out the Taliban and shatter Afghanistan. Yeah. By and large, we did that. We left. But I knew looking on the faces of the people that were still there, I knew that they had the harder job. Yeah. Um, the people that were going to occupy it and were going to attempt to do whatever it was that they were supposed to do. And I say it that way because I don't think anybody really knew. Right. And talk to anybody like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what our mission is here. I, I take orders from the guy above me and he just says we're supposed to do this. But the overall goal and mission was never stated. And it was like that for 20 years. And as we worked with this 300,000 strong, very capable Afghan military, um, we could have told you, the people on the ground, we could have told you all about them as we were getting shot in the back by them, or we would find them with, uh, no kidding, with uh, injection, uh, needle syringes stuck in their arm when they're shooting heroin while they're supposed to be on post. Wow. We could have told you that they're not effective and they're not going to be able to drive anybody away unless we were there telling them to do stuff and making them do it. Yeah. Could have told you that. Yeah. But I don't know, someone at the top apparently was telling others, the higher up, the elected officials, something completely different. Yeah. Um, that was for 20 years that was going on. And the veterans, we hoped that 
what we did would have been made justified. You know, some, there would be some kind of outcome. I'm not saying stay there forever. We shouldn't have stayed there pretty much hardly at all after we finished the original mission. Right. Um, but we hoped something would happen. We wouldn't become statistics on a, on a balance sheet, you know, as they read off the dead. Yeah. Um, but now that's done. That's gone. Um, they completely dishonored us. Um, all of our, you know, dead friends um, and brothers and sisters, they dishonored us all. Yeah. I, two, a couple of points. Like You can argue, you can make the argument, a very good argument, for no forever wars and to pull our troops back. Yes. I think uh, I, my hope is the Trump administration, that was their goal, was to do it responsibly and to do it well. Um, unfortunately, we'll never know, you know, because mm -hmm. the Biden administration and this is this pisses me off. Well, OK, so I'll go back to that. The second thing is you can also make an argument for um, uh, for pulling out, but doing it responsibly. Now, Biden right now, his thing is, you know, well, you know, was, I inherited this problem from the Trump administration. If you talk about this, this online, everyone will fire back people on the left defending him saying, look, this was Trump's thing. Are you freaking kidding me? Mm -hmm. He made a very public display. On election day, he marched straight into the Oval Office, and what did he have? About 17,000 executive orders shooting down everything Trump was doing. The border, foreign policy, everything. Are you telling me this is the one freaking thing that they just, oh, no, no, we're going to leave all of that intact. Mm -hmm. This was all Trump's plan. Get the hell out of here with that. Right. Anybody that's trying to defend it and say it was Trump's plan, we don't know what Trump's plan was because he was knocking everything down. So that is not an argument. The second argument they're making is that, oh, they, you know, the Afghan army, they just kind of let us down. Shut the hell up on that, too. Because a month ago, you were telling us that everything was fine, moving along schedule, $300,000 capable army. It's, it's all good. It's in their hands. Who was lying to who? You know, I don't care because I want mass resignations. I want them all to start resigning go. one by one by one. Yep, I've called for it. Go back and watch last night's show if you miss it. I called for it over and over again. And if you voted for Joe Biden, you're a moron. Um... But hey, it's okay. Our country's going to be fine. This country's going to be fine. You know why? Let me show you a TikTok. We do a little segment called Make Chad Feel Guilty. <laughs> and here it is. That's what I came for. Here we are, August of 2021, still talking about COVID. We could be talking about this for a long time. So if you have an upcoming wedding, I would consider offering these wristbands for your guest so that they can tell other people what their comfort level is, taking some of the weirdness and the awkwardness out of hugging or fist bumps or high fives. It offers your guests a different way to say, hey, I'm good or... No, I want you to keep your distance. Just an option. So now we're color coding each other. <laughs> we're wearing wristbands to tell you, do you want a fist bump? Do you want a hug? Do you want to do a little elbow bump? Do you want to do the little foot kick thing? Do you want to do a full-blown uh, Barack Obama overbite dance with me? I, we could do all of these things based on your color coding. <laughs> we're a bunch of freaking kindergartners right now. Back in the day, it was like you could go in, do whatever you wanted. If you got a slap in the face after you grabbed the tush with the with the yeah. uh, with the hug, that's when you knew their comfortability. Oh, I didn't mean to go that far. Sorry. Whoops. A damn bracelet. Whoops. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Afghanistan, people are falling off of airplanes. C-130s are taking off, and people are dropping off of the planes because they're trying to hang on. They're trying to tie themselves to the wheels. Uh, but we're color coded here in America. We make sure that our guests uh, we know their comfort level uh, when it comes to COVID. Uh, there's an article out there that says babies being born during COVID-19 have lower IQs. Now, I don't know how they're figuring this out. <laughs> Scientists have discovered that the coronavirus pandemic significantly impacted the intelligence of children born during it. Uh, living the entirety of their lives in lockdown has seriously stunted their cognitive development. Uh, so... <laughs> 
I watched watched these TikToks in every episode, and I'm like, I I sort of kind of starting to understand that we were already pretty freaking stupid. Uh, (laughs) If we get any stupider, uh, we're in trouble, Jason. Uh, 672 children born in Rhode Island, 188 of them born well into the pandemic after July 2020. Um, They they found the children born uh, pronouncedly lower IQs than those born before it. I don't know how you're supposed to do that, but like, uh, your child is stupid. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Are they asking complex yeah. math questions to a right. six-month-old? Like, like, connect all these dots without crossing over the lines. I, mean, right? yeah, I, I don't know. We asked that 12-month-old, you know, who the first president of the United States was, and he just looked at me with his dumb look. <laughs> right? I rubbed my finger down his foot, and his toes didn't curl in. He's a stupid kid. Idiots. <laughs> you know, he failed his app scar twice. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. These babies are stupid. Mrs. Jones, we have some interesting news. One, uh, we can't circumcise your child uh, because, well, we don't know what he is right now. Uh, Your birth certificate doesn't say male or female, so we're assuming non-binary. So we're going to leave the skin intact. And also, your child is ignorant. (laughs) Oh, we don't don't know. It's okay. He's going to be as superstar one day <laughs> well, he's gonna make us billions of dollars cooper at the white house vogue oh god <laughs> this is my day as a white house intern oh my god queen jen <laughs> this is where we're at jason buttrell this is where we're at your babies are stupid <laughs> <laughs> you know and i oh my god it's okay we're color-coded <laughs> Can we color code the stupid babies? Can we color code the stupid TikTok people? That's what I want to do, Jason. Yeah, I'm down Let, for let's that. give them. Let's let's give them. You should you should have to wear a mark based on your IQ, right? <laughs> Just where your level of intelligence is. Like you know what? He's a 77. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hold back on on that kid right there. Uh, a couple of things to wrap up when we come back, y'all. Hang tight. Be right. We'll be right back. So I read a news article yesterday that said that like thousands, tens of thousands of fake vaccine cards were uh, apprehended or confiscated, I should say. Uh, They were coming in from China. So China not only sent us the virus, they're sending the fake vaccine cards as well. Who says the communists can't be capitalists? (laughs) These guys know what's up. There was a father and son. They were arrested. They face a year in prison for allegedly using fake vaccination cards to travel to Hawaii. Uh, yep. Norbert Chung and Trevor Chung. Oh, the Chungs. I love them. Uh, the, uh, yep. They got arrested. <laughs> the Chungs did. Um, so that, listen, you, you it, it, we're all screwed. Yeah. Bro, we're all screwed. I don't know. That's vaccine passports. I don't think, I don't even think they can ever really work. I mean, I'm sure you're the same as I was. I was a 20-year-old, you know, fully drinkable, you know, male when I was, <laughs> what, 15 or 16? Right. Something like that. There's always a way. And like you talked about, hell, I can, I can get you a home title lock and a vaccine passport on the dark road anytime I want to. So. <laughs> exactly. I know where to get. I, listen, I got some JSOC operators out there that have already <laughs> called me, and they're like, hey, bro, we got some lot numbers. <laughs> Just let us know how many you need. I mean, I got a buddy who got quarantined in Mexico. I'm like, bro, you're in Mexico. You can get out for 200 bucks. Like, 
I promise you, you can bribe your way out of Mexico because he tested positive on a deal. They court, they actually enforced they the court. They put him in a hotel room and, and wow. put a guard there at the base of the steps. Wow. He got out. He got out. Trust me. Hey, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Also go shopping at shop.blazemedia.com. Uh, find the Chad Prather collections. The Chad Prather It's Party Time Mom bathing suit is out there. It's available. And uh, Jason, thanks for coming on yeah. last minute, hanging out with us. And uh, don't forget, check out uh, Dr. Sherwood, sherwood.tv slash Chad. See what's up there. And uh, we will see you tomorrow night for Hump Day, Wednesday. We love you. God bless. Talk to you then. Bye.